Hello, you're very welcome to this uh, special episode of the Hurling 2021 uh, All Ireland Final Preview uh, with myself, Robbie Mansfield, and uh, TJ Mills. It's uh, really the best time of year, TJ, isn't it? All Ireland Final uh, Week. Uh, nothing for Kenny the past couple of years now, but uh, I know I'm only joking. <laughs> it's usually the scramble for tickets and uh, looking forward to a bank holiday of a, an unofficial bank holiday the Monday. But I know all joking aside, yeah, I mean, it's what all hurling purists look forward to. And I mean, it's it's a game that, being honest, we discuss it later, but it's a game that's so hard to call. Um, Everyone they consider Limerick red hot favourites, but. We find out a bit later. I might go a bit against the trend there on that. Yeah, you might uh, give the bookies something to think about. Um, just on our our final tickets, there's only forty thousand, so kind of half of normal uh, normal times uh, capacity. What's the what's the weirdest thing you've done, or what's the lowest you've sank to get a ticket to a game, TJ? Uh, I never really had to sink that low. Um, I won't lie. At the very start, when I was younger, yeah, we would have having to beg off a few people. We had connections in clubs. Um, around that wouldn't have been our own kind of way if you weren't able to get ones. But um, yeah, no, I never really had to sink. Usually, I was lucky to have access to a couple of extra tickets. So I used to be getting the phone calls at times and. Sometimes I was able to help people and other times I just had to unfortunately disappoint. Um, 2019 would have been kind of the barest. I was able to get a ticket for myself, but others came up short. So I was able to get access. I thought 2019 was the hardest to get tickets. Um, But usually if you have a minor and senior in a final, there are more tickets allocated now would be tougher this year on Limerick and Cork because the minor finals taking place on the Saturday. So it wouldn't be on the same day. Plus every time, um, every year a club gets access, each club in the country gets access to two tickets. Now I'm not sure what way that's working out this year, whether that would be the case. Um, so did you ever notice in the newspaper that you have people say from football and counties advertising hurling tickets in the way to try and trade now whether with COVID restrictions and all of that that might have been changing I'm not 100% sure but yeah it's always an exciting time and what you'd really miss is the few points before Dal Ireland and then the ones after win lose or draw um, and discussing it with friends and that around but I know Kilkenny will be back, but um, yeah, really looking forward to the Limerick Cork game now. Yeah, it should be a great game. And just before we, we get on to it, just a quick word of uh, congratulations to the Cork under 20s who won the under 20s again. Uh, they won it a couple of months ago, but it was last year's uh, competition. So they're in the minor final, they're in the senior final. They just won the under 20. I think they're in some football final as well. So Cork GA is doing really well. Um, what did you think of the, the under-20 games? you get to see much of it? I did, yeah. I know Cork were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They started um, started really strong. I mean, built up at around 2-5 to 2-point lead. <clears throat> I mean, the two points for Galway came from place balls. Um, and being honest, 
I think an awful lot of the credit would have to go to the likes of Donal O'Cusick and all of that. There's an awful lot of work after being put into Cork over the past few years. And I don't mean to be singling out Donal O'Cusick. There's a load of people that are after being involved with Cork. I mean, that's it's hard to believe that they're under 20 title a couple of months ago was their first national title in 16 years. Um, so to be in what you could say f- nearly five finals uh, or sorry uh, my, four finals in um space of a couple of months just is phenomenal um as a Kilkenny fan you wouldn't be awfully ha- happy because the rivalry there I mean the the time of the Cork strike and that they would have been awful bloods traded on both sides but um I know I mean it's great to see Cork coming back and I mean it just makes it really interesting and um, where Kilkenny were out in front there for a good number of years. Kilkenny are chasing the pack now and that's what makes it exciting and um, we have to strive to do that. We've been lacking behind a bit at underage and other great work going on in the likes of the Celtic Challenge uh, teams and all of that. But see, Kilkenny used to be the the template that other counties would be operating on. Then Limerick took over. Anthony Daly went there and great work was done. John Kiley with Dunderage under 21s at the time down there as well. And Kilkenny are just going to have to follow the template now. Uh, Tipperary were the same a number a year ago. They done the clean sweep. I think they done the minor under 21 and senior as well. So, um, it's up to the other teams around the chasing pack. Um, Galway are doing great work as well, but they're after coming up short. So, um, yeah, it's just a challenge to the other counties, but that's what makes it exciting. And um, I know the development squad coaches and underage coaches around the country will be looking forward to trying to challenge the likes of Cork now going forward. Um, the big question is, will that transpire into senior success? Sometimes you get a few uh, players that would have been playing minor and under 21, under 20 now. You might get four, maybe five max. You might only get three from each team. So it's a matter of having to have a conveyor belt of talent coming up over a number of years. But with seniors in car qualifying um, and Limerick are after showing with their underage success as well the way that that can be transformed in senior success. But the big test for Cork now is can they get over the line on Sunday? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, just, um, I noticed like building lately this year, there's, I won't, I won't call it arrogance from Cork, but it's like that sort of, they, have, they, they know that they have the history of winning and they know they have this sort of, this is Cork, you know, sort of a mentality, you know, like it's, they deserve to be at the top table, you know, in hurling. You know, I would equate it to the way Kerry people feel about football. They just think that they should be in the final every year. And and it's all down to the history that they have in the game. It's based on actual, like, logic. So it's not like it's uh, it's false, you know. But um, they just kind of have this sort of, you know, swagger. And they're, they're kind of getting that swagger back. And um, do you think the history, you know, the last you know hundred odd years of GA will have any sort of an effect when it comes to the final. Will Cork be able to dip into that history and maybe topple Limerick? Um, I don't think really the history. Now I could be completely wrong in saying it, and I have no absolutely no issue if people con- if have a contrast in view to me. 
But, I mean, it's a completely new team. I mean, if it was a situation that Cork didn't win in, say, five years or something like that, you might say, well, they'd be a bit there. Because if you look at the last team from Cork that won Dollarland in 2005, say if Donal O'Cusick or uh, Sean O'Gohalpine or players like that were still around, you might say, yeah, you'd kind of have the older players there. If you look at, say, there's a barn patch in Kilkenny for the past... And I don't mean to be keep going back to Kilkenny, but it's an example. This is the third question when you brought Kilkenny. Yeah, (laughs) but if, say, Kilkenny won this year or won next year, you'd have the likes of TJ Reid, Richie Hogan, Parik Welch and all of that that would have had an all-earned medals. This is a completely brand-new Cork team. Um, So it doesn't matter that they were top of the pile for a long, long time until the mid-2000s. That doesn't really factor into it now. Yeah, you'd have the traditions and all of that, and you'd have um, kind of the relatives of former players, sons, daughters, grandchildren, or sorry, sons and grandchildren and all of that, that'd be going on representing. But it's kind of more, I, I don't think it really buy into the players. It kind of be more of a supporters thing being honest, that they were top of the pile, they were the team to beat for a number of years. Everyone was chasing them. Tipperary were the same for a number of years as well. They were the on top of the roll of honour. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it really factored that much into it because it's a completely new team and it's a completely new style of play. And speaking of the style of play there, um. Cork, they've been going for goals all year. They've had a very particular style, very similar in ways to the way Limerick play. Um, just coming up against the juggernaut that is Limerick at the weekend, do you think uh, Cork will try and alter their tactics or will they they try and play to sit, play their own game as well as they can and hope that's good enough? Or do you think, are they going to be doing you know, positional stuff or man-marking Keane Lynch or doing anything that they haven't done up to now, if you get me? I'm going. You're going to eat me for because I'm going to refer back um to Kilkenny slightly again, but they are a point behind it. You, Corker after getting to an All Ireland final on Mert, and they had a they had to come through the back door. They defeated Dublin in the qualifiers, and thereafter qualifying, they defeated Kilkenny after extra time. And to be fair, on the balance of play, they should have. Uh, win in normal time only Kilkenny have a never say die attitude um, the danger is if you go out with the game plan of trying to mark a player you could have another player coming up so if Cork go out just to mark Keane Lynch or say Aaron Galan or say Seamus Flanagan or even Peter Casey that's after being cleared for the final you could have another player that would pop up so in the likes of an all earned final it could be a player that you wouldn't consider could be the match winner. And now the reason why I would be mentioning a Kilkenny example is John Power was that player for Kilkenny against um, Galway. Walter Welch was another player on another day. Going back throughout the years, it would have been, say, Taggy Fogarty, Martin Comfort, Eddie Brennan. So if you go out, say, for the example, to go out, Mark, man Mark Aaron Galan, well, Keane Lynch could really pop up. And then you have Seamus Flanagan had four points the other day. Aaron Galan had one five, but Peter Casey could be the player. You could have the likes of William O'Donoghue could be the match winner. And that's the danger of kind of setting out just to mark one player 
are mark one or two players because the other ones, because the team effort, other players could step up on the day. Um, so for Cork, I think they have to stay true to themselves. I mean, they're after showing the win, winning formula. They got a real tough test against Dublin. Uh, the scoreline mightn't have shown it at then, but it was a tough contest. Dublin were in that game for long periods. And it was the same against Kilkenny. <coughs> the, I, I think what Cork really need is a 70-minute performance. They can't dip below the tall. And you were mentioning about the Cork goals there. I think Cork will need goals um, to win All-Ireland. The number I'm not going to specify because as Limerick are, are after proven, an awful lot of the games they would have winning, um, they may not have gotten goals, but yet they're able to hit over nearly 30 points at their ease. So to beat 30 points, you're going to have to score the likes of 321, or sorry, 322 or something like that. So even though Cork showed that in patches against Kilkenny that they could really run ragged, Limerick are doing it consistent, consistently. So I, if I was Cork manager, which I don't think I'd be ever up at that level to be able to manage senior inter-county, but you have to stay true to what's after getting you there. And especially when there's such a short leading time, and the match against Kilkenny was two weeks ago. Same with Limerick. The first week into it is, is the first couple of training sessions is going to be recovery. Any niggles that would be picked up, Limerick would have having the the appeal against Peter Casey's red card. So you just have to go with the tried and trusted. And yeah, they might be small, minuscule changes. Yeah, they be kind of a bit of strategy. Um you have to ju- kind of plan for situations that may arise if this player's in a certain position or that, but I wouldn't say to be drastic changes at all, Robbie. Yeah, and in terms of the goals, do you think the Cork will be out for goals early or will they try and be patient and buy their time or will you see them kind of maybe, you know, instead of tapping over an easy point, will they try and work a goal early on, do you think? The... Like ideally, if you're play, say if you're going out to play any other team, you'd say yeah, you try and hit them hard early. But the warning signs is from the Munster final where Tipperary absolutely destroyed Limerick. I mean, they ripped Limerick apart. But yet you look at what happened in the second half, and that's the that's the danger. If Carkaway try and start early, get a build up a lead. It's kind of dangerous against this Limerick side because they they have that never say die attitude a bit as well, um. And the Tipperary game showed it. Now I know they wore Cotton Dollar in semi final two year ago, um. Against Watford, they weren't really. To be fair to Watford, Limerick were never really in any danger in that game. So if there are any concerns, say. Um, for Limerick is, I if I was Cork, I'd I'd be going for now. It's easy to say I'd be going for a full seventy minute performance. I really would. I wouldn't try. It's going to be a hectic start, no matter what, Robbie. Every all earns like that. It's um, nerves to be jingling and all of that, and you could have the bones of ten points in the opening 
opening quarter easily. And that's the way the style of Hurling's gone. There are questions about the weight of the slitter, all of that. But, I mean, it's just the way Hurling's gone. I mean, the strength and conditioning players do and everything. They're just able to drive the ball. So, I I don't... If Cork went out and went 1-5 to a pint up, I wouldn't be getting excited if it was a Cork supporter because I'd be thinking we have to be clued in for the rest of the game because the warning signs there for Cork to take heed of is the Munster final against Tipperary where Tipperary were in full control. Yeah, and then there was the the first quarter against Waterford where Waterford uh, went toe-to-toe to them physically and um, after the first quarter, it seemed like they'd almost over, overspent or they weren't able to figure out what they were doing as well. So they kind of, they learn as the game goes on and they get better as the game goes on, which is really dangerous. But um, the thing is about Limerick this year, have they put together a 70 minute performance? You know, I think we can all probably agree if they play like they played in the third quarter against uh, Tipperary for, if they play like that for half a game, that like they'll win handy. Like, um, so do you think there, there's still, you know, a big performance in Limerick? Like, are they kind of at their ceiling or could they go to another level in the All-Ireland final and potentially just blow Cork away? I think it's really in them, Robbie. And I think we will get a full 70-minute performance from Limerick. Um, like I was saying, I I wouldn't be as sure as the bookies are saying that it'd be a Limerick All-Ireland. I think Cork will have a lot to tell. But against Cork in the Championship, they... They were close to putting in a. They were close to their top level because they really put Cork to the sword, and um, that'd be the one concern if you're a Cork supporter. Now you know to be sports psychologists and everything like that, and everything will be worked on. But Cork have come up short against Limerick a good few times. They have been a good bit in it, but they've also been just a few points in it as well. Um. So yeah, I do. I mean. With Canark there, I mean, Limerick will have every strategy and game plan to a T. And, I mean, John Kiley is a great motivator as well. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I, I really do see a 70-minute performance. And even though I will give my prediction there later on, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it could possibly maybe go to a replay. We haven't had one in a few years and... Maybe this could be... Now, I don't know if there's extra time down because of COVID. I'm not 100% sure, but um, if they're not... I'd say it has to finish on the day, I'd say. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't look that up. I won't lie to you. Um, with that, I'm not sure, but uh, I, I'm not sure who kind of... I'd say Limerick might have a slight advantage if it went extra time, but... Um, yeah, I know. I, I really expect a full 70-minute performance from Limerick because they just have the players. And, I mean, with Canerk there as... The, that's how they're coming out from the water breaks and absolutely blitzing teams because of the, the plans Canerk's coming up with. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, do you think after Shane Kingston, he came on off the bench, he got seven points the last day? Um I know it was kind of an awkward situation with his dad. They dropped him and uh, <laughs> it must have been an awkward uh, family situation for them at best anyway. But um, 
do you know like, like that with a player that's after coming off the bench and scoring seven do you think you know does he earn to start for the next day or do you kind of keep him in reserve and um for that last you know when the Limerick storm does come uh you know maybe in the second half do you think he's it's a good time to throw him on then or what would you do um if it was me i'd i'd leave him on the bench and I know that's very hard to say after scoring seven points. Um, but yeah, I I mean when you have that ability to come in and it's going to like I was saying, it's going to take a seventy minute cork performance. The trouble is if he started a game it may not all go to plan firm. I mean players have days like that and I'm not saying it won't happen for him if they started but they are the potential that it may not happen because the teams, unless there's a dummy team named um, tomorrow night or Friday night, if Shane Kingston's named, Limerick, Limerick will have a plan for that anyway. And I mean, to have a player with all the substitutes Limerick introduced the last day, I just counting here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight eight substitutes including extra time um he scored seven points the rest of the subs came on there were only two other players scored scored four points between them so to have that ability to come on now it might sound contradictory with what i'm saying if he was started it may not happen for him but to have that fresh legs coming on especially when limerick backs may be getting tired <coughs> I mean, the temptation's there to to leave him there. Now, if it is a situation that Cork's been overrun and they have to change something, yeah, I might introduce him a bit early. I'm, I mean, you wouldn't want to introduce him after first water break or anything like that. Far from it, because you might as well start the player if you introduce if you make a change too early. You're wasting the substitute then. But um, yeah, personally, I'd bring him on with about. 25 30 minutes to go yeah and um just a quick point on on limerick there if they win on sunday are they in the the conversation for you know greatest team of all time three all irelands in four years um definitely be hard to ignore them after this yeah i know i mean if you look back throughout the decades the likes of wexford done it um cork done it kilkenny done it um and i mean galway done back to backs um so i mean they would be up with one of the top sides of the current era definitely i mean there's not many i mean it's not many teams win two out of three um, as Meatloaf say, two out of three ain't bad, but um, mm-hmm. uh, it's very hard to call. I mean, and I don't want to show disrespect to Limerick, but I think the real test is when a team's able to do back to backs. Um, now on the current or four year, or four in a row, yeah. Or I mean, if you look at Dublin, five in a row, six in a row. That six so I mean, that's that's where you're really heading to greatness. But I wouldn't. Great, really are they in a conversation? I'm not saying like they're the greatest team of all time. Oh no, I'm definitely. I know of the current era, definitely. There's not many teams are able to do. I mean, um, Clare weren't able to do it. Um, they they did it in the nineties. Um, Galway weren't able to do it. 
So yeah, no, they have to be. They have to be up there with. <clears throat> they have to be up there with one of the greatest teams of the current era. And I mean, if they win on Sunday with the age profile the Limerick team, it won't stop at that. <laughs> Being honest, they they yeah. would be red hot favourites as the as the current All Ireland champions are going into the following year and. They have a they have an opportunity to go for their own three in a row and four in a row and I think the platform would be set on um on Sunday if they get the victory. The big test is and I questioned it earlier on in the year, they weren't showing great form in the league. Big thing is doing back to back. I mean if they do back to back that's two all Irelands. Then next year to be going for three in a row to be the hype around that, to be the motivation of players to do it to match the likes of Cork and Kilkenny and all of that. And, I mean, to win two in a row, yeah, you you be in the conversation. They would be one of the greatest team in the current era. It'd be a bit too far to go, say, the greatest team of all time. But they they will set their own history. Yeah, no doubt. Um, just a quick question. How many do you, how many Limerick guys, current Limerick guys, would get into the, the four-in-a-row Kilkenny team? Um, I the likes of Garrod Hegarty, Aaron Galan, um, like it's very hard because that was a real special Kilkenny team, and I mean, the <laughs> it'd be some it'd be some fun in training because if you look at it, at the time when Kilkenny were going, uh, when they done the four in a row, they were going for five in a row. They were saying the only team that would beat them is their own themselves in other words because the 15 on 15 games that took place in training you had 20,000 people showing up at training Kilkenny training sessions for it um, now we've seen over time when players retire and all of that an awful lot of the hype around the time may disappear but I say the likes of Aaron Galan I mean Seamus Flanagan's after being a revelation from Garrod Hegarty um. I mean, it's really hard because I would be biased to say here the 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 substitutes at that Kilkenny time would have been up there with great players as well. But then the players I named there, I say definitely be on the fringes of it. Being honest, well, I won't ask you who you dropped from the Kilkenny team. I think it'd be too uh, sensitive oh, no. an issue for you. No, no, I have too. I know too many and friends with too many. So yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think the extra time against Kilkenny the last day will stand to Cork? Uh, I know you kind of mentioned. Do you think that Limerick might win in extra time if it goes to extra time? Do you think that the, you know, in a way the the extra time that they had against Kilkenny will you know give them some real kind of mental steel? Uh, going into this uh, fire, which is going to be uh, this Limerick team on on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, the reason why I think it would, Robbie, is Cork went on a run and they went six, seven points adrift of Kilkenny and Kilkenny came back at him four, six for time with Adrian Mullen goal. But what was really impressive from Cork is they didn't let, they didn't let their heads drop. Other teams would drop their heads. I mean, we're in a winning winning position and we're in extra time. I mean, and that would have been very hard to take. And if Cork dropped their heads, no one could take anything from them for it. 
But what they've done in extra time is, they said here, this game should not have gone to extra time. And they absolutely blitz Kilkenny. And that's where I think Cork will take great confidence from. Another time you'd say here, Limerick won in normal time. Dexter, 20 minutes for Cork. I mean, in a two-week gap, it wouldn't be much. If they were playing the following weekend, yeah, you'd be saying here... I mean, it'd be that extra bit you could pick up injuries, all of that. I think the extra time for Cork this time will give them a great boost and great confidence because they were caught a couple of years ago and um, they were caught against Limerick. And to be able to put that and to, no matter what, even though Kilkenny didn't win in five years, they're still one of the teams to be, no matter what. They, they, the way they go out, never say, say die attitude. And to do what Cork done. Now, you could say Watford done it last year against Kilkenny. They blitzed them in the second half. But maybe that's where the history may come in because Watford didn't win in so long. The pressure, every time. It's a bit like Mayo and football. Every time they reach an All-Ireland final, it's always... Oh, we want to make history. I mean, Watford didn't win since 63. Mayo didn't win in, since the 15th, over 70 years. It's different for Cork, even though it's a slight famine down there. It's still only 16 years kind of way. So there'd be more belief in Cork that way going in. Now, I, it might seem contradictory what I was saying earlier on, but Cork showed what they could do an extra time against Kilkenny. And the manager, I think, be saying to him, "Ye bring that form. The first, the patch in the second half, and they really pulled away from Kilkenny. They were a point down at half time after they dominated a lot of the play in the first half. They pulled away, but to pull away again shows great character in the team, and I think that will really stand to him against Limerick on Sunday." Uh, so before I ask for your uh, score prediction for the match um, talk to me a little bit about the, the minor finals on the weekends yeah it's Galway against Cork again um, yeah with the, the wrong Cork are on and I mean Galway and I don't mean to be bringing it up but Galway under 20s um, easily defeated Kilkenny Galway Miners easily defeated and I don't mean any disrespect to Kilkenny but the scoreline reflects it they were I played for long periods in the game Cork is is the opposite like and um, yeah I I can't look past Cork genuinely can I mean the good um, the good run that's gone in the county the buzz that'll be around um, the matter of not winning titles in so long and now being in so many finals yeah I think they can go out to they be able to go out and express themselves now in saying that Galway are always hard to beat in the final ask any Kilkenny minor team that ever played Galway in an all earned final Kilkenny enjoyed their good days, but Galway really did as well. They did in 2019. So even though I slightly fancy Cork, I would not be one bit surprised if the if Galway got a victory on Saturday. But I still fancy Corkford. And just a quick word on the Camogie as well. There's a double header in Porky Cueve on Saturday evening. 
Kilkenny Wexford and Tib and Waterford. Who's who's uh, coming out of those games to go to the final? Um, Wexford are after doing brilliant to get there. Um, their real work after being done, they were at a really low ebb for a number of years. And um, like I was saying, it's a great achievement, but I think it may be a year too soon. Kilkenny Rain and All-Ireland Champions, they were weren't that awful impressive in a number of games but they still got the victory the victories they still dug deep they would have been hurting after the loss to Galway and I mean being reigning All-Ireland champions yeah you have to fancy Kilkenny to emerge there with a bit to spare and the other contest what against Tipperary local rivalry um Tipperary in a terrific run through the All-Ireland series um, came very close to beating Kilkenny in the league semi-final. Um, on all, in all fairness, in the balance of play, they should have beaten Kilkenny that day. And um, yeah, Watford had a poor league um, and they came back. And I just think Tipperary will be too strong. I really do. It's great for Watford, like I was saying, to get there. And I don't mean this any disrespect, but after a poor, um, poor league campaign, and um, they were a few close performances in the All Ireland series. So with the run that Tipperary's on, I think Tipperary will emerge victorious there. I think they might be a bit spared there as well. But the way the All Ireland quarter final score, Robbie they're really hard to predict and Watford have run um, Tipperary close uh, over a number of years and quarterfinals aren't strange to Watford either. I mean, they have great talent there in Beck Carton and even though I fancy Tip, it may it may be closer than I was saying And but I think Tip may be too strong. I mean, the run they're on and Bill Mullally just has them in great shape being honest yeah so two other games to look forward to and uh, <laughs> give us your prediction for the for the, the senior final then I think Cork have to, and now I was saying I expect Limerick to really show up reigning all Ireland champions want to do back to back if Cork showed the display they did in extra time against Kilkenny I think Cork have a real chance Um. Limerick were red hot favourites a couple of years ago in Dollar and semi final they were caught. They they pressure may come on slightly on about back to back. They didn't do it before their first all all Ireland or last all Ireland before um three year ago or sorry, last year uh sorry, three year ago was in nineteen seventy three. So they are there, they are an issue there with kind of doing back to back so if Cork show up like they did in the second half I, I give Cork a real great chance and there's something telling me it may be the Rebels day um, if Cork are slightly off form at all I uh, Limerick, are, Limerick are hardly ever found wanting and like I was saying Connacht the way he's able to make switches if Limerick come under pressure. The one thing I think could be a real factor is the bench that Cork have. I mean, the substitutes Limerick made against uh, Watford, I don't think many scored 
if any. Now, I stand corrected on that, but looking back on the reports after and after watching the game, I don't think so. I mean, with the ability of, sorry, 10 points being able to be scored from the Cork bench, I know it was in extra time. They were extra time in that game. I kind of slightly fancy Cork. I really do. And Patrick Horgan, terrific player. Jack O'Connor got to goal against Kilkenny, a real great young talent. If the occasion doesn't get to him, I don't see it affecting Patrick Horgan. Maybe, I mean, Jack O'Connor, a young player, Limerick will put their strongest player on him. Judging by the team, the last day, Barry Nash may be picking him up. He's a real strong, sturdy uh, cornerback. Um, but if Cork are able to play like they did against Kilkenny, I give Cork a great chance and I slightly tip Cork. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think there's probably maybe too many ifs uh, for me to back Cork. And if I was to put my house in, I'd have to say uh, Limerick. But you know, I, I think as you're saying, you know, there's a, there's a good chance that um, Cork can do it if they get a bit of rub of the green and to get a few maybe freeze go their way to give them a bit of a, a boost or whatever. They you know they get the crowd as you're saying will be to be fully behind them and they'll sound to be sound like there's a lot more than 40,000 there for sure. Um, yeah, I think on balance, the Limerick are very strong and I'd say Limerick are going to win it. So, well, I, you know, if Cork win it, it'd be nice to see someone else win it. And as well, as you're saying, they haven't won it in 16 years. So it'd be great, for, great for the County and they're on a high. So it would be real, uh, 2021 to remember for them. So cool. TJ, uh, good chats. Uh, so all the talking is done now. Now it's for the guys to get on to Hurling now. Oh, definitely. And really looking forward to it now. It's going to, not like an All-Ireland final day, being honest. Um, strange watching it from at home. But um, yeah, I know, really looking forward now. What's your normal routine of a All-Ireland final day? Um, yeah, it's just up early. and um, I, Would you watch up for the match on Saturday night? Oh, definitely. I, I, I was just thinking the other day that it's some pity that it can't take place this year. Um, I never. Was saw again? I don't think so. I, I genuinely, I didn't see any adverts for it or anything, and it's not. I know it wasn't on last year, but I think we're in a different position this year. I mean, last year was just strange, and all earned final in December. But it, yeah, an all earned final isn't the same without up for the match. Being honest, it's just the banter and um, seeing, her, seeing former great players and all of that. And um, yeah, watch up for the match Saturday. Um, maybe have a couple of nerve easing drinks uh, watching it. And um, yeah, get on the road early and have a couple of pints before the game. And yeah, just head into Croke Park. Most important thing is go in much the minor, no matter whether your own team's in it or not. I think it's very important for supporters to go in and um, have a crowd there for the minor because some of the talent that's on display is exceptional. And yeah, if win, lose or draw, um, have a couple of pints, go back to the local land or go back to Kilkenny and yeah, just chat about it all night. <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. Uh, cool, teach. I'll leave it there. And uh, thanks for listening, uh, guys. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And we're more than happy with anyone to throw us an L message there. Give us a few comments. Give us some feedback. It's always welcome. Okay, have a good one, guys.
Pleasure, Robbie. Thanks a million. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.